Welcome to my podcast with me, Dr. Kate Bartram-Brown, interviewing successful people that I know personally that all have something in common. Yes, they all use magic, the hidden sciences and the mystery school lineage to create success in the modern world. Hello and welcome. We are live with the Modern Mystery School UK and EU podcast and YouTube channel. Yes, my voice is failing, but we're still here. And because we have the most exciting uh, podcast coming up, we've got double whammy today. We're going to be talking about the winter solstice with Al and we're going to have a Q&A. So those burning questions that you wanted to know about astrology. So welcome, Al. How are you doing? I'm good. I hope you don't mind. It doesn't look like it's live yet. Oh, it's live my end. It's live my oh. end. We're going, we're going. But okay, great. Okay. All right. Hi, everyone. The, <laughs> the, the, the joys, the joys of technology, the joys of technology. It's 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 whizzing by my end. But let's see. Hopefully, if you're out there, can you we'll, see we'll it? Just, we'll just blame, blame uh, Mercury retrograde. Um, yeah. Exactly. Can anybody see us? Can anybody see us? Um, this year's lesson about Mercury retrograde, if it's happening during Christmas season, order your gifts beforehand. <laughs> yes. Top tip there. Top tip. Hope you didn't miss it. Hope you didn't miss it. Uh, oh, my goodness. Well, we are so blessed because, yes, Christmas is coming up. And we also have the winter solstice. Can you tell us a little bit about the winter solstice? Why do we celebrate it? Why is it important? Does it really matter in our everyday life? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so this is such a great question because it combines two passions of mine. One, astrology. Two, Wicca. <laughs> so after the, the fall equinox, the light started to decrease. I mean, if you live in the southern half of the world, it started to increase. God bless you people. I wish I was there right now. Um, but, but for us in the northern hemisphere, the light started to decrease, you know, as, as you know, the nights start getting longer, right, and the days become shorter. And, and so as we go from the fall equinox to the winter solstice, you know, I've had so many people talking to me and telling me that they've been tired, that they've been feeling fatigued, that everything's been harder, um, even, you know, to a lesser degree, symptoms resembling depression, you know, the, those kinds of things, right? And, and so the winter solstice is the longest night of the year, the shortest day and the longest night. And so for those of you who have been feeling that lack of vitality, the lack of energy, the, you know, the oomph to, to get things done, part of the reason that we mark the winter solstice is because there's good news that happens from here. After today, the light starts growing again. The days get longer. And, and so... We, we gather together because even though the days are going to get longer, we also know, uh, you know, to quote Game of Thrones, winter is coming. <laughs> right. And so so we gather together 
And we create that warmth within ourselves and we share that warmth amongst our community so that we generate this fire, this passion, this comfort, this safety that's going to keep us warm as the days start to get colder, right? And so, so even though we know that that light is going to grow and we celebrate the rebirth of the sun, we also ignite the flames in our hearts to help carry us through the difficulties that are the winter. And so celebrating the winter solstice is a time of igniting joy in your life and, and celebrating with all the beautiful people and connections that you have so that together you all make it through the winter, you know, back to the light in the spring. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? Just that community. That's what you need right now, isn't it? You feel it's just being around people and and having that joy. Oh my goodness, how wonderful. We actually had our winter solstice uh, celebration uh, uh, last night. And I know uh, people around the world are having them, uh, you know, over the next few days. And it's always so magical, isn't it? Oh, it's wonderful. Here in Toronto, we're going to be having ours tomorrow. And, and it's just a beautiful way to come together and generate positive energy and to fill up our reservoirs, you know, so, so that we have the vitality to embark on the beginning of the year. Oh, we love that. Well, I'm glad that we were able to let people know why we celebrate the winter solstice and everybody, you know, uh, you know, can perhaps utilize that in their own life, even if they haven't got an event to go to that they can you know, gather their friends and family around and have the joy together and, and, and have that in their lives. Um, wonderful. Now, we also have a little uh, bonus because we've got some questions, end of year questions, because you know the winter solstice is marking the end of one period, the beginning of a new. So, you know, I thought it would be nice to um, ask some questions that have come in from our viewers. And one question that has appeared several times is, what is the difference um, between a mystery school astrologer compared to perhaps, I don't know, something that you might get online, maybe something, uh, you know, that you might see in the newspaper, something that's, you know, uh, let's say non-mystery school. Is there a difference? Well, you know, is there a difference? Is there a difference in the charts that would be rare, uh, that would be created and things like that? Can you perhaps share a little bit more about that? Oh my gosh. Okay. I have to confine myself here, <laughs> but it's an excellent question. And we received so many variations on the same question. So I definitely want to take time to talk to this. Um, so, you know, a lot of the questions that came in were kind of centered around like the internet astrology and, and I don't want to knock the internet astrology because in my early childhood, that was part of my life. Right. And, and so it was a stepping stone for me. Um, but what you find on the internet is missing something, well, many, well, a number of things. It's missing a few massive components. So the first is that almost everything you find on the internet is personality typology. Is personality typology. You know, and somebody asked me like, um, you know, is there a difference between you reading my chart versus what I can find on astro.com? And yeah, there's a big difference. 
because in the mystery school teachings, you are God. And these are forces that you utilize. These are forces that you direct. These are your rays of light. And those rays of light that you emit have qualities, right? Whereas when you go onto the internet astrology, you know, it is, um, it's personality typology. And, and so, yes, it, it will list, you know, your, your positives and your negatives of your personality, but you are not a personality. You are God. There's, there's a difference, you know, and then, and then on top of it, what's also missing is how do these astrological energies affect your energy system? Because the reason that they work is because we have an aura we have chakras, we have an etheric body. And so when you're doing an astrology reading, you have to take into account that we are not just a personality, but rather that some of, of what gets labeled as a personality quality is the result of a function of the energy field. And, and so when I do readings, this is what we're looking at. How do you utilize these energies and how do you work with them so that they serve you more positively, right? Because un, unmanaged energies can run and dictate your life. And, and so this, this empathy quality, you know, that, that as an example that is often used as, um, or, or quoted as a personality um, trait has its roots in the energy field. And if it's not managed, then yes, you experience fatigue, you get walked on, you constantly feel bombarded by things and feel the need to isolate, but its roots are energetic. And, and so when you manage to protect the aura more successfully, you feel less and less of a need to do those things. And then that empathy actually serves to be highly informing so that you can be more effective in your environment instead of feeling victimized by it. You know, and, and that that's just one example. It's huge, isn't it? It's huge uh, because, uh, you know, for, you know, uh, me too. I, I, I loved, um, you know, looking at different things on the Internet or in the news. Well, it was the newspaper back then. I don't know if that's still a thing. Do people actually read newspapers? I don't know. Uh, but, you know, things, you know, about astrology and, and who your perfect mate would be and all that kind of kind of thing and it, and, and it really is it's a huge it, it's coming from a whole different um place which is you know is key it, you know because we want to support progression to our divinity to our royalty so it's very important where we would receive this type of information is my own feeling absolutely you know because like i said we're not just a personality and, and there are many forms of astrology in the mystery school. And, and so we have Hellenistic astrology, we have Sumerian astrology, we have Hermetic astrology, which works with the Hermetic principles. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot more than, than what is just there on, you know, on those internet websites and, and what have you. And, and the other piece that these internet websites don't, um, bring into the picture is a sense of uh, perhaps scope is, is the right word that I'm talking about here. Um, 
you know, there's no sense of proportion. That that's that's what I'd like to use, because not every planet holds equal weight with us. In in the mystery school teachings, each one of us had our first view of God, and and our perspective of God formed our purpose. And so I I, I make this joke that our purpose was like a kind of cake. Right. So I saw God and now my purpose is I'm going to be a chocolate mousse. <laughs> and and so my astrology chart is the ingredients that go in that mousse. In that chocolate mousse. And the ingredients have proportions. But Internet astrology kind of treats it like they're all the same. Right. And, and often what you find on the Internet is actually watered down variations of, of the real of the real thing. Um, you know, so, for example, they talk, talk about the chart ruler, you know, and, and depending on who you read, it's either the ruler of your sun sign or, or of your zodiac sign. And that's an extremely watered down version of something called the Almitin Figuris, which is the true chart ruler. Right. And, and so without that sense of proportion. It, it can be very easy to misjudge yourself, to not embrace your gifts, and, and to not grow in your godliness. And, and this is what astrology in the mystery school is all about. Yes, there is an aspect of minimizing the ego, but we have other things for that. This is why we do our healing work. This is why we get cord cuttings. This is why we meditate. That's why we attend Kabbalah, right? And go to Healers Academy. You know, that helps with that piece. You know, astrology can be, well, where can I grow into my godliness? Oh, okay. So I have my moon here. And, and so I can work on astral travel because that's one of my gifts. You know, or, or my mercury is placed here. And, and so that gives me a strong ability to communicate with the human and the non-human. You know, or I have a lot of Scorpio in my chart and that's about alchemy. Well, maybe that's something I'd like to study and get into. Yeah, it's huge, isn't it? And, and so there's a there's a vast difference. Um, and, and so I, I want to thank everyone for putting that that question out there, because it, you know, there's so much that's not incorporated in, into other forms that you find out there. Yeah. And so that following on from that, that then obviously doing, uh, you know, having a chart, um, uh, you know, within a, a mystery school, uh, you know, mystery school lineage by a mystery school astrologer would be very different. It would look very different to non, you know, it's uh, my feeling. Absolutely. And so, so we have um, a lot of uh, a lot of practitioners who are able to offer the Hermetic astrology reading, which um, reveals the qualities of the soul that are seeking expression. And and that reading um, can be performed by anybody um, who's received the Hermetic rebalancing modality. Um, and so, there's practitioners, you know, in in uh, the UK, EU, um, all over the US, of, of course, here in Canada, uh, you know, so there's a lot of people who can offer that, right? And, and so that's just one 
um, example of, you know, an astrology chart that you could have done here in the mystery school as well. You know, we, we have to remember, and sometimes it's hard because, you know, we look like everyone else. So it can be easy to think that we're muggles, but we're not. We're not. And, and so because we hold that higher awareness of our energy field, because we have the ability to do these magical things and call upon magical energies, we can bring these forces in even when they're not present. And, and that's the difference. We love magic, Al, don't we? We just love it. We just yeah. love it. Um, quick fire questions. Are you yeah. game? Are you game? Let's, uh, go. let's go. Let's go. Uh, what uh, is the most significant astrolo astrolo astrology influence that I, astrological influence that I need to be aware of or can make advantage of in 2024 that's from paul oh boy okay um the biggest thing is pluto reshifting back into aquarius and and so the the biggest thing to watch out for is how humanitarianism is going to be stepping back onto onto the platform and so pluto has been you know kind of transiting the border like you know oh i'm in I'm in Aquarius. Oh, I'm in Capricorn. Oh, I'm back in Aquarius. And so, so the use of power for the purpose of true service to humanity is, is incredibly important in 2024. Um, and so I'm going to be doing the, the astrology forecast on, on January 7th. That's a, that's a Sunday at um, noon Eastern time, um, which would be, I believe five o'clock uh, in the UK there. Um, and so I'm going to be going more into that. Um, and so there's a magical goddess that we are going to be working with in 2024. And her name is Estrella. And I'll be sharing more about her story then. Yes, please. We will be um, led, you know, give, sending links of how you can um, you can attend uh, ours. It's fantastic. Please, please, please uh, go. Uh, it's, it's wonderful. Um, next question. I would love her insights on saturn coming into pisces and pluto coming into aries how can we harness these energies in the best ways this is that really testing you now um well oh do they mean aquarius aquarius yes yeah, sorry <laughs> I was going to say, um, Pluto going into Aries may not happen in our lifetimes. <laughs> you can tell that I'm not firing on all cylinders. My, my, uh, so apologies, everyone. Yes. See, now uh, what I should have done is, is, oh, that was a trick question, Al. And then you passed. <laughs> I passed. Uh, I mean, if, if we can live for another 42, 43 years, we're, we're good. And so we'll worry about that, you know, Pluto and Aries then. Um, <laughs> but, but Saturn and Pisces, okay, and Pluto and Aquarius. I'm going to talk about these two in dynamic because um, there's, there's this interesting thing we have to heal, heal in society. And I'm also going to bring Neptune and Pisces into the mix here. We still have not figured out how to truly help people. Broadcasting your story is not healing and it's not empowering. 
So, so Pisces is the Christ consciousness. It is the ultimate death and rebirth. And, and so as a society, we have to change our relationship to the concept of victim. And, and I hate to say it this way, but we have this, this sick siphoning of people's negative stories in order to make ourselves feel better. True, true healing, true salvation, which is what Pisces is about and what, what the service of, of Pluto and Aquarius should be is that we don't let people stay there. But we do because these stories are old. And, and so we need to change how we address the concept of victimhood. And, and this, is, this is something that, that, you know, is really the penultimate test of our society, you know, of the past, you know, almost 14 years of, of Neptune in, in Pisces, you know, and having Saturn there is also a reculmination of it. And, and the fact that Pluto is in Aquarius highlighting the fact that we are supposed to be using our power for service, right? But what is service? Service is the authentic promotion that you are God. So a little more than you bargained for, I think. <laughs> no, I was baffled. That was from Amanda. And, and the final question coming in from, let me see if you can guess who this is from. Um, could we ask, are there any significant love messages in the stars for Valentine's Day? I'll give oh, you a Who do you think that might be from? I wonder if I know a Cupid. No, who who's it from? Davina Ann. Oh, Davina Ann. Well, you know what? She can be a little Cupid like. <laughs> yes. Well, on Valentine's Day, I'm going to be honest, we don't have anything particular happening. But that doesn't mean that you can't manifest love then. And and so um what I will say. Because the thing about uh, Valentine's Day is it falls in a weird season because Aquarius is a sign of friendship. It is a sign of friendship and connection. So what I would say, Davina Ann, is make some friends during Aquarius season. And then when Taurus season comes around, see what kind of passion stirs up. <laughs> Thank you so much for that quick fire question Q&A. That was fun. And, uh, you know, we tested you with the trick question in there. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and you sailed through it. And we, it was wonderful. Thank you so much. And if you haven't had a chart reading uh, with, with Al, please do um, do that. Um, and also, please check uh, in on the 7th, because it's truly remarkable. There's so much information. It's so fun. We're going to be putting the links on on the on our pages, on our socials and, and such like, and in our newsletter. So you'll, you'll be able to, to get that. Um, it's so much fun. Uh, uh, so we're really looking forward to that. Thank you so much, Al. 
Oh, it was, it was my pleasure. And I, I can't wait to see everyone on the 7th and share the magic of the year and the story of Estrella with you all and why she's so relevant this year. Amazing. Take care and we'll see you all again soon. Bye.